Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily. I am Mardia Umar. Thank you for joining. In this episode of Nigeria Daily, we will be discussing impunity in Nigeria. I will start by telling you a story about a man who has been raping his 15-year-old daughter since she was 12 years old. After so much suffering and pain, she endured all through those years. She finally found courage to speak up with the help of her mother and well-wishers. But guess what? The man in question is still roaming the streets because he's a so-called big man in the country. Can you beat that? In Nigeria today, from the lower class to the high pedestal of political elephants, everyone believes that they should be free from the injurious consequences of their actions. For instance, traffic lights are mere decorations in many of our cities. Some Nigerian elite routinely loot public funds, flout court orders, resist court summons, and use their ill-gotten wealth to dribble their way back to power and influence. None of them is looking out for the country or are even bothered about the damage they are doing to present and future generations. What can we do as individuals to reduce the level of impunity in Nigeria? I had a conversation with the Executive Director, Human Rights Network, Comrade Haruna Ayagi. First of all, everybody is most to know his right first, to know what and what is he is his right, whether it's a domestic right or international right. Okay. Secondly, to know the demarcation between his own community to another one. Hmm. If somebody committed an offense, so you will give a cooperation to the security agent to arrest him that particular person. Hmm. Or if you see somebody within the community committing an offense, he will try to give an information to the security agent close to him, which you are calling as an early warning. The security will try to do what you are called early response. So if all this happens, so also we as activists, we put eyes to continue monitoring the day one after the end. And also if you have a, an issue, whether with a security agent or, 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 or judiciary, so you can come to us and tell to us, say that since so, so, so days, you are, you are ready to be arrested. But let it us after now. We'll do our best to go and start the investigation where the issue is. Hmm. In the result of to talk to the people concerned, if it's from the state command, we can try to see the IPO to see if the case that is ready. If she says it's ready, have you delivered it to the MOJ, Ministry hmm. of Justice? Hmm. Yes. So we can go there and ask the director of public prosecution who will be assigned to give to give an advice about that particular case. So we do all this. When they look at all the tell all the persons that will be assigned. So we continue talking to him again to continue monitoring him until he finish everything and directed to the higher court of proceedings. That was the executive director, Human Rights Network, comrade Haruna Ayagi, also a human rights activist. Let's go on a break. We will be back shortly to stay www.delitrust.com That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that in 
entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow. Could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily. And you can listen to this and other episodes of Nigeria Daily on dailytrust.com, barsprout.com, or NAS FM 89.9, YOLA. And today on the program, we're discussing impunity in Nigeria and how it can be tackled. Thus far, the numerous challenges we're facing as a nation were still dealing with impunity. And corruption is a hydra-headed monster and canker one that has eaten deep into the social, political, economic fabric of Nigeria. Yet, some of these corrupt practices being displayed by individuals are never punished due to impunity or delay in the judicial process for prosecution. Why does this happen? I put this question and more to a legal practitioner, Barista Sanusi Musa. The judiciary don't go to the street and the market to go and uh, fetch evidence to convict people. Mm. No, it's in the state. When I mean the state, I mean the police or the that that uh, the police or the lawyers and the ministry of justice or the various prosecuting agencies that have a duty to go and gather all the evidence and prosecute somebody before the, the judiciary. But we've had instances. We've had instances in the past where government officials have been accused of corruption, mm-hmm. maybe more. In laundering, mm-hmm. we have seven senators, we have former senators or former governors. And some of these people, yes, some of them are in jail as we speak, mm-hmm. and some of them are still roaming the streets, and some of them still serving in this same government. What can we say about that? Well, in the first place, uh, let me say also, there are also many common men that have been accused of one offense or the other, but they are still roaming the street. That's like a drop in an ocean. But that is by the way. But for others, like you agree, we have two former governors that are in jail now. We have a member, a former member of the House of Representatives that is serving in jail time now. Mm. But uh, uh, there are other people that are still maybe in office or that have left office their cases are still pending in court you agree with me that that's nothing compared to the numbers of people that have committed crime and are roaming the streets like i said go back to to what i said Hmm. you should keep up with the investigation investigative and the prosecuting agency whether they are up and doing in presenting their case before the court you know if they are not doing that then what do you expect the judiciary to do so you, you you spoke about the common man and it seems that the full weight of the law is being meted on the common man always because a common man on the street who steals maybe a cube of uh, seasoning gets punished and then we see the rich people, the high and mighty in the society, not even getting the punishment that they deserve. Uh, well, maybe because the common man is more honest mm. because of his ignorance. Because when you take him or accuse him of stealing seasoning, he will say, yes, yes, I did it. And uh, the judge will now convict him accordingly because he has admitted he confessed to the crime. Mm. Whereas in the care of the rich people, they will deny the offense. And it is the duty of the government now to bring evidence to show that they have done that. Hmm. Because our system is not that when you are accused, you say prove your innocence. No. It is the person who accuses you that will have to prove your guilt. So, and um, the common men are more honest. When they are accused, they will say, yes, I, I did it. And the judge will now convict them based on their confessional statement. 
So it, it now boils down to you confessing that you committed a crime. No, there are two ways okay. of conviction. All right. Once somebody confesses to a crime, then you it's you, you an accused person can be convicted based on his confession statement mm. alone. Mm. The, but where the accused person denied the offense, then the, it's the duty of the prosecution to now lead cogent and verifiable evidence that will show that, yes, conclusively, him but no other person committed that offense. If there is failure on the part of the state to be able to leave that evidence, then the judge has no option but to... So is it person. is it the same um, investigation and court processes that leads to so many adjournments? Take, for instance, yeah. uh, during Abdul Rashid Maina, when uh, he was to be convicted, of course, he's in jail now. Yeah. And then there were so many adjournments that gave gap for him to travel out of the country, you know, uh, security agents looking for him here and there. Why do we have so many adjournments? No, you, he, 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 that's what I say. Hmm. You see, like in the case of Maina, what happened? The case has been prolonged because he took, he ran away hmm. in the first place. Hmm. So we, it was later that we were able to track him down to come back and face the justice. Then after that, he now starts, uh, he now brought an application because he said he's ill, he wants to go to hospital. Then and if he really that he has proven that uh, um, he cannot get the medication, mm. the judge has to give him because he too is a Nigerian, he's mm. human. And he has even though he, he, he wants to enjoy human him, rights. Yes. Okay. So let him he let him be. He was given the chance, but he ran away. But Gosokan were able to get him back. Mm. And justice is served on him now. Like we said, yes, justice delayed is justice denied. Mm. But justice rush is justice crushed. Mm. So the will of justice normally all over the world it grinds loudly. But at the end of the day, if we are patient enough. To follow the cases will certainly get there. But I'm, I like I say, we thank God that um, with the advent of the Administration of Criminal Justice Act in mm. the Federation in 2015, uh, which is now being adopted by the various state of the Federation, most of the delays you see now being lessened because by the provision of the Administration of Criminal Justice Act, before uh, normally accused person will bring one application or the other, and a judge will decide on that application, they will go and appeal, they will now bring an application for stay of proceeding pending the determination of the appeal. Now, the, the law in place says no, interlocutory appeal cannot serve as a stay of proceedings. Mm. So we now have speedier way of hearing the cases by good grace, and uh, it, will, it will really uh, help the system, which we have seen in cases like that, case of Dari and that of uh, Jody Yami. Okay, so do you agree that there should be massive reformation in the judicial system in Nigeria? Yes, we, we do. What we, kind of we, reform really, are we talking about? We need a reform that is sincere and honest. Mm. A reform that we need in the judiciary is the same reform we need in our education system. The, the, the justice system requires to have a process of appointing judicial officers that is transparent. We, the justice system requires to have a process of recruitment in the Ministry of Justice that is transparent and fair. Mm. The justice system requires a process of recruiting in the investigative agencies that is transparent and fair. Mm. We need to have a system whereby people will get into the police because they are qualified to get there, not because they know somebody. We need to have judges that are, become judges because they are qualified to become judges, not because they know somebody. Mm. 
So once you have that system, you see that we go far. But where you have a system that you are having people that are, we have more qualified people, because it's not enough for people to be appointed judges because they have the basic requirement that says that when somebody is 10 years at the bar can be appointed a high court judge. No, we must be able to have the system that is open. When you want to appoint judges, open it. Let anybody that is interested apply. Mm. Then test them, take the best out of them, not taking the least best among them because you have the minimum qualification. Once you do that, you end up having a system that is not fair to all of us. Mm. And once we have that reform, you see that the system will be changing, certainly. And I hope we get there. That was a legal practitioner, Sanusi Musa. All efforts to reach the police spokesperson proved abortive. If we want to fix Nigeria, the first thing we need to do is consign impunity to the rubbish pits. In the words of Marcus Cicero, the hope of impunity is the greatest inducement to do wrong. And with that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices were heard on the show, we say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production. And remember that it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes of Nigeria Daily on dailytrust.com, on bossproud.com, and you can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and on NAS FM 89.9, Yola, Adamawa State. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-38933390. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.